Thanks for joining us for the weekend edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Barag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Each Friday and Saturday here on In Spirit and Truth, Pastor J.D. gives a Mideast prophecy update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. With everything happening in Israel and around the globe, it's easy to become discouraged. Pastor J.D. understands and today wants to remind you of the peace that comes with the hope of salvation. Don't let the heaviness of events weigh you down. You're learning from God's Word exactly what will take place, and it's bringing you one step closer to eternity with Jesus. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on March 17, 2019. I have to confess that I was really overwhelmed preparing for today's Prophecy Update, unusually so. And I think it's for what might be deemed obvious reasons, just the sheer volume of developments of prophetic significance in Israel, and in particular here in the United States. It's been a busy week, if I can say it that way. So this last week, as I always do, I start off by just really seeking the Lord, and okay, Lord, what uh, would you have me to talk about for this week's Prophecy Update. I sort through a lot of uh, news feeds, and I am in the Word for an inordinate amount of time, and I just really seek the Lord and pray. And God, as only He can, gave me this supernatural peace concerning all that is happening. Again, as I've shared with you, I have this proclivity to get all worked up when I see what's happening in the world, and I get upset, and the Lord just has to, you know, calm me and settle me and remind me, uh, what are you getting so worked up for? What are you getting so upset about? Uh, You of all people should know that these things must happen, that the end might come, and you shouldn't be surprised. I mean, why are you so surprised? So he reminded me of John's Gospel, chapter 14. I want to read verses 27 through 30. Jesus is speaking, and maybe I need to set the stage just real quickly. He has just got done telling the disciples that he's going back to the Father. He will go to the cross. He will be crucified. He will rise again from the dead, and he will go to the right hand of the Father. And they have become very unsettled. 
very disturbed, very concerned, so much so that Peter says, basically, over my dead body. And Jesus says, no, it's not you're going to be your dead body. It's going to be my dead and resurrected body. Get thee behind me, Satan. This must happen. And I have to go. And they're very upset. They're very fearful. And so listen to what Jesus says. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled. You know what that means? Their hearts were troubled. Neither let it be afraid. You know what that means? Their hearts had become full of fear. He says, verse 28, you have heard me say to you, I am going away and coming back to you. If you love me, you would rejoice because I said, I am going to the Father, for my Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it comes that when it does come to pass, you may believe. I will no longer talk much with you, for the ruler of this world is coming, and he has nothing in me. You see where I'm going with this? Our hearts are troubled, certainly, when we see what's going on in the world. We have this propensity to become fearful. And the Lord is saying to us, I want to give you a peace, not as the world gives, to settle your troubled heart. I want to give you that peace so that you're not afraid. These things must happen. I've told you before, they happen. So that when they do happen, when you start seeing them happen, you won't freak out. You won't become fearful. You won't get worked up. You'll be calm and know that I'm coming back. In fact, this is (laughs) the sign that I'm coming back. I wanted to start this way because I think it's important to put everything into perspective. I think we we easily lose perspective. As we see the world waxing more and more evil with each passing day, it is really easy to lose perspective. It's so important to step back and just see the bigger picture and get a much needed perspective. That which has happened is now happening and certainly is yet to happen. And by the way, (laughs) I hate to say it this way, but I probably have to say it this way. We ain't seen nothing yet. This is just the beginning. Everything that is happening in the world, it's going to get so much worse. It's not going to get better. It's going to get worse and fast. But see, the problem is when we see what's happening, our hearts are troubled and we become afraid. And thankfully, this ought not be the case for the believer in and follower of Jesus Christ by virtue of how this ever-darkening world is not our home. That's what I want to talk about today, if you'll just kind of bear with me and hear me out. This is what the Lord has done for me, 
in me, in my life, when I get really worked up about what I see happening with Israel, in Israel, especially here in America and to America. It's very troubling. It's very disturbing. But God reminds me and gives to me that biblical perspective of what are you so upset about? Do you plan on staying here? Do you plan on being here? This is not your home. I'm coming back to take you out of this world. And where I am, there you will be also. If it were not so, I would not have told you. In my Father's house are many mansions, many dwelling places. And I'm coming to get you, and I will take you out of this world, not your home. For me personally, I have to constantly be reminded of this. Because I'm just as prone as anyone, maybe more so, to really get unsettled. But the Lord knows my heart. And He's always faithful to settle my heart in an unsettled world by enabling me to, again, step back and just view things through the lens of His prophetic word. So, in the interest of time, I'm not going to take the time to address everything because there was so much that happened just in the span of this last week, but I will take the time to address what I would argue were the most significant events that took place that can be very unsettling. Let's start with this Times of Israel report about the rockets fired from Gaza into Tel Aviv for the first time in five years. It's really interesting because the growing assumption among Israeli army officials is that Thursday's rockets were fired by mistake. What? Well, that's a little bit suspect to me. (laughs) Here's the thing. The missile launches came less than a month before the April 9th Knesset elections. If you're anything like me, and I believe that you are, This is not a coincidence, especially given that President Trump's peace plan will be unveiled subsequent to the April 9th elections, which as of today are now only 23 days away. Joel Rosenberg had an interesting article in the Jerusalem Post addressing the many critics who are suggesting that said peace plan will be dead on arrival. Here's some of what he had to say. Critics aren't waiting to read the actual text. They've already declared the effort doomed from the start. Yet such cynicism could very well prove wildly off the mark. And he goes on to explain two reasons why conventional wisdom may prove entirely wrong. In other words, it may very well be that this peace plan could work. And here's the thing. Everyone's concerned. 
what about Jerusalem? Is President Trump going to divide Jerusalem? And so there's all this concern about how is he going to bring the Jews and the Palestinians together for this so-called two-state solution where Jews and Palestinians can live side by side in peace and security. Is it possible that this could actually be pulled off? Now, we're rightfully concerned because we know what God's Word says, but it must happen that the end would come. We shouldn't be surprised. We shouldn't get worked up. We shouldn't get upset. This is going perfectly according to God's plan. This brings us to this Fox News report about the Christchurch New Zealand Musk shootings. Doubtless you heard about this on Thursday. And with it, the media and social media war that ensued, it became so ugly that, I mean, it, it even sort of threw me off and took me back. And isn't it interesting that's Christchurch, that's the name of the city, and <laughs> anyway, I chose this Fox News article because this Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, or AOC as she's known, slammed those expressing thoughts and prayers in a tweet saying, what good are your thoughts and prayers when they don't even keep the pews safe? This is so wrong on every level. And as you might imagine, this aroused vehement anger and vitriol coming from all sides, creating the perfect storm of politics, religion, and race. And I mean, it got really ugly. I have to say again that I was really taken back, especially when it was released that the shooter did a Facebook live video of the massacre and posted it, leaving the social media platform scrambling, trying to take it down. I mean, this is just evil. Well, wait a minute, Pastor, this was in a, a mosque with Muslims. Forty-nine people were killed, many more wounded. So uh, what's up with that? Well, the shooter posted a manifesto that states, and I quote, we kill to show the invaders that our lands will never be their lands, speaking of the Muslims, our homelands are our own, and that as long as a, get this, white man still lives, they will never conquer our lands. So here's this self-proclaimed white nationalist, white supremacist that goes into this mosque in Christchurch, of all places, New Zealand, and kills 49 Muslims. 
you'll forgive me for the bluntness with which I say this, but the demonic forces from the pit of hell know that there's not much time left to bring destruction and death. That's what's going on here. Our battle is not against flesh and blood. The enemy is not the Muslim. The Muslim is the mission field. And what Satan has done, and it comes from the pit of hell, is he has pitted, no pun intended, Muslim against Christian, Muslim against Jew, Democrat against Republican, liberal against conservative, right against left. And the destruction that ensues is unthinkable. Revelation 12, the second part of verse 12 says, Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you having great wrath because he knows that he has a short time. He knows that he doesn't have much time. So he's revving things up. He's turning up the heat. I'll say it again. It's going to get much worse in the days ahead, which is why it is that absent the understanding of Bible prophecy, one can become hopeless, be given over to fear, be very unsettled, and even give in to despair. And this is why, as Christians, we need to know what God's Word says will happen at the time of the end, before the Lord returns. And that's how I want to close. Instead of being troubled, instead of being unsettled, we can be settled in our hearts because this is exactly what Jesus said would happen. And it's also, again, a sign that our redemption draws ever so near. I don't fear what's going to happen to Israel, because I know God has a plan for Israel. What are you getting so worked up about? You know, I'm, I'm working on, and God is helping me, and my daughter is praying for me. I'm working on not yelling at the TV anymore. So I see that they've launched rockets from Gaza into Tel Aviv. And my first response is to get angry, especially when they deny it. We neither confirm nor deny that, you know, come on. <laughs> I really get worked up as an Arab when I hear this two-state solution, Jews and Palestinians, which is really Hitler's final solution repackaged. I really get upset, and the Lord just has to stop me and say, no, no, I, I told you exactly what was going to happen. And when it happens, when you see it beginning to happen, just, I mean, look up, because, and don't buy any more green bananas, because you're... <laughs> You're not going to be here that long. I'm, I'm being silly, of course, but... Oh yeah, that's right. Again, I have to be reminded of that. 
especially when it comes to America. Will you just indulge me for a couple of minutes here? Don't look at your watches, please. I love this country. My parents came to this country when I was nine months old, fleeing the oppression of Islam in the 1960s to come to America. I love this country. But America is not my final destination. It's my current location, but it's not my final destination. And I have to remind myself of that when I see what is happening to this, the once most powerful and blessed nation on earth. And it's almost like God is just loosening my grip on this nation and reminding me that this too must come to pass because you're just passing through. This is not your home. Why is your heart so troubled? Why are you so worked up? This is not your final destination. This is not your home. Why are you holding on so tightly to this earth? this world, the things of this world. Let go. Yeah, but we need to pray for revival in America. Okay. Praise the Lord. If there's revival in America and America, you'll forgive me, boy, I'm going to get a lot of email on this. If America is made great again, Happy days are here again. Praise the Lord. But is that what your hope is in? Is that what you're holding on to? We need to get people in office. We need to pass laws. I'm all for that. If God has called you into that, praise the Lord. But don't you want to go home? No, I'm, I'm asking. Again, just bear with me. I, I know I'm going over time. I know I never do that, but I'm, I'm going to do that. <laughs> I'm asking you, honestly. Don't you want to go home? So if my reasoning is correct... Would you agree that if America is made, quote-unquote, great again, and a powerful nation, and we are blessed, then doesn't that mean that maybe he's not coming as soon as I hoped he would so I could go home? What do you mean? Let me explain how I get there. And I'm going to get email on this to bring it on. Just bring it on. I do not find the United States of America in the pages of Bible prophecy. Are you ready? If not, you need to be ready because our redemption draws nigh. This is what Jesus said about seeing these prophecies begin to come to pass in Luke chapter 21, verse 28. This verse speaks directly to the heart of the prophecy update that Pastor J.D. shares each Friday and Saturday 
here on In Spirit and Truth. The goal for each prophecy update is twofold. First, to equip you with information you need to live in these exciting last days. Second, to encourage you in your faith in the Creator of the universe. Every word in the Holy Bible is 100% true. We're seeing that fact being proven each and every day. We pray that you have been both blessed and challenged by today's prophecy update. And we do hope you join us again for tomorrow's conclusion to this prophecy update from Pastor J.D. Now, as I mentioned at the beginning of today's broadcast, you can become a Facebook friend with us by logging on to www.inspiritandtruthradio.com. We've provided a link to our Facebook page. Another great option to stay current with Pastor J.D.'s Prophecy Updates is to subscribe to the Aloha Bible Prophecy Update YouTube channel. The Prophecy Update YouTube channel has all the current updates that Pastor J.D. has shared as well as an archive of past updates. Again, log on to InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and follow the link to the Prophecy Update YouTube channel. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Please join us tomorrow as Pastor J.D. concludes this prophecy update. That's next time on In Spirit and Truth.